0: We are really blessed today. Reggie's been here uh, quite a few times over the years and I uh, part of the reason I came to this church I was in a denomination that kind of moved you every couple years and I'd been reading his books and listening to his podcasts and it just painted a picture of a church that frankly was never going to happen in the the atmosphere that I was in and as part of the reason I came to this church and then we started working with him and this is really the content of what we t- want to talk about today, so and this journey that we've been on, becoming a, a kingdom-oriented church and, and having a vision to experience the kingdom. Uh, really, really blessed. Uh, now, normally, he just does the whole message, and for several years he's wanted us to kind of do more of a partnership. Yeah. And so I don't
1: think he should have the day off. <laughs> if, if I'm going to work, you need to work. That's the way it is. I mean, after 10 years for crying out loud. I, know,
0: laughs, I don't know. man, yeah. yeah. You know,
1: I'm, I'm always amazed I get to go back anywhere, um, and you've been having me come for 10 years. I guess you're just a Crazy. slow learner. Or <laughs> <laughs> a glutton. I mean, you. I, you know, it certainly isn't my inability to, you know, pester you, but is that me? That's you. Well, then I'll quit. it's yours buddy you got the whole thing
0: (laughs) so we're gonna um, we have a couple slides up here on passages but like I said you know Reggie's um, main area is emphasis is the kingdom and we kind of put this sermon series together knowing that he would be able to be here he's been working with the staff with the board of elders the last several days and we thought it'd be just a perfect opportunity For us to to just have some dialogue and a time of uh, kind of question and answer. And one of the first things, you know, we talk a lot about the kingdom. And uh, we've been looking forward to, in the Lord's Prayer, talking about the kingdom of God. And, you know, there are so many different concepts of of what that means. I remember one time um, our board facilitator, Corey Hatcher, said, you know, when you talk about the, the kingdom of heaven, you know, that means so many different things to so many people. And, you know, we've been pretty specific here over the years on what that means for us. But, Reggie, for you, uh, what do you really think about when you hear the phrase of kingdom of God?
1: Well, I want to tell you, I grew up in church. And we didn't, hear, we didn't talk much about the kingdom, where I came from. What do you suggest, Rick? I just don't move my head. Uh, can I move my mouth? Is that all right? Uh, but um, you have... Um, you're, Brian's right. I mean, there's some people that think the kingdom is setting up like a theocracy on earth. You know, well, that's been tried a few places. That's never worked really well. Uh, and uh, or some folks think the kingdom is, you know, getting the right people in in uh, government positions, the right Supreme Court justices, the right president, all that kind of stuff. That had worked out so well either. And so uh, for, for any of us. But anyway, so when you think about. Uh, the kingdom, Jesus made it really plain, the kingdom's not of this world. But my point is, or, or my thinking has evolved to the point that I think it's what's the point of the kingdom. And for me, it's about life. You know, uh, there's one source of life, God, period. And, um, and in a, in, in the kingdom is about that life the life, by the way, with an important description or caveat, it's life that God intends. Because God has a very important idea about your life because you're created on purpose, and he intends for you to have a magnificent life. Jesus called it abundant life. And, um, and I remember, and by the way, your life is forever. I mean, this is an amazing thing. When they handed me Olivia our, uh, a couple of grandbabies ago, it was the first time that when I held her, I thought, I'm holding a creature who will never cease to exist. Mm. I mean, Olivia's forever. So are you. Yeah, come on down, Rick. Uh, we're glad to have you here this morning. Um, I'm especially glad to have you. Are you coming to, like, is this the shepherd's crook? Uh, that, you know, like, we get, let's get him off the, the deal. Gonna... You want me to hold that where? Do you have a suggestion on where I can place this? Uh.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> okay, never mind, all right. Yeah,
1: you know, I'm generally treated better at other places. <laughs> I, I do have that, I can cut this off if that would help. Okay, and then you're gonna cut this off. <laughs> okay, let's start over. I'm just really glad to be here. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, the Bible starts, uh, when, when I talk about the kingdom being a life, the Bible starts in a garden, right? And we've got a tree of life in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not an accidental part of that story. In fact, when Eden disintegrates, God sends an angel to stand guard over that tree. Because when God gives life, when I was talking about your life and Olivia's life, when God gives life, he doesn't take it back. It is his gift. And, uh, and it's not rescinded. And we are made in the image of God. So that eternal life that is in us, I mean, you've never dealt with a mere mortal, you know? I mean, the people around you are destined to be forever. I mean, it's, it's an amazing idea. And uh, and so um, there's a tree of life. You, if you skip forward to the end of the book, uh, we move from a garden to the city in the revelation in the Bible, uh, the picture of the future. And in the city of God, there's a river of life that runs down through the middle and the trees of life on both sides. I mean, this theme keeps coming. Jesus says, I am the life. And then he said, I've come to give you life. I mean, this is, a, this is, this is the point of the kingdom, uh, that the, God wants people to experience the life he had in mind when he decided to create life. It's that simple, but it's that profound, which means then, and that's all, and and when I'm talking about life as God intends, I'm not just talking about, you know, church life or spiritual life, or whatever, emotional health, relational health, financial capability, uh, economic opportunity, uh, healthcare, uh, access to, you know, uh, to food, you know, all this stuff, the, the entire gamut of human experience is what god had in mind when he created that and that's why it's so critical that we get it in our minds because i grew up in a world where the kingdom was something else church was the point the kingdom was something else and it was for by and by the sky and and that's not that way at all Uh, jesus taught us to pray for the kingdom to come right here right now in fact jesus was way more concerned about getting heaven to earth than he was about getting a bunch of earthlings to heaven and so that is that's what we're supposed to be about
0: so in jesus priorities i mean is that like a on a scale of one to ten is like a three for jesus a hundred hundred. it's a hundred
1: jesus was kingdom obsessed i mean well and you might expect that's where he'd come from after all i mean that was home so when he's uh, even in praying in the garden, you know, right before uh, the crucifixion and all, during the passion, he's he's anticipating the future of being reunited with the Father. Uh, but but Jesus talked about the kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, kingdom over ninety times in the Gospels. In every single gospel, Jesus comes on the scene preaching the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom of heaven i don't know how i miss this going to church i don't know how i miss this going to seminary but the point is i mean i was slow to the party uh you know it was like jesus was preaching the
0: you're kind of slow
1: <laughs> yeah well i know well i'm not uh, thank you for giving me this chair and keep me posted no, no, get to the next question. I'm sick and tired of this. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said, but it was good.
0: What, what about, you know...
1: Oh, which reminds me, yes. Yeah. Um, th- what that means is, I mean, it means a lot. Uh, a lot of things mean a lot. But uh, in other words, every good is a sign of the kingdom. Yeah. Because only God is good, Jesus said. We... His goodness, we sang about it. His goodness flows out to us because this is the life he intends. He, and, he wants us to experience good. And so anywhere you find good, I'm telling you, God is there. And that's an important kingdom hallmark because it's not something we produce. It's something we observe and we get to celebrate. And But since we've been cutting on the deal we recognize it as god's work it's not always recognized that way
0: so one of the most
1: and what it means is that not just <laughs> it means that not just church people are engaged in good there are a lot of people that are co-conspiring with god to bring the kingdom in that don't even know they're working with god to get it done mm. That's the power of the... And church is a subset of kingdom activity. I I grew up thinking the kingdom was a subset of church activity because we were the point. Uh, No, we're not the point. The kingdom's the point. This is a place that's supposed to remind us and equip us on how to be kingdom people everywhere else we are.
0: One of the most helpful things that you... uh, The way you described the church's relationship... Um, was regarding an airport, and uh-huh. you know that uh-huh. just hit me because I loaded airplanes for Delta Airlines during my undergrad, and so I really understood how airplanes and airlines work. Can, I'm not. Can you share that? We didn't. Yeah, yeah. That, I that mean, just hit me. That's uh,
1: because uh, I mean this, this is like a hub, you know. And I, I to get to go home tomorrow, um, I go through uh, Atlanta, Hartsfield Jackson. International Airport, right? Busiest airport, pre-pandemic, busiest airport in the world. 270,000 people a day at that point. And most of them were in my way. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get to Popeye's chicken. And, uh, and, and they've ordered some bazaars. Don't you know you can't have that here? But anyway, um, so, uh, but and, and the airport's job is to get you out of the airport. I mean, nobody uh, like goes to the airport hoping they can hang around for three days. I mean, that would be like the trip to Hades. Nobody has on their coffee table at home, I don't think, great airports of the world. You know, <laughs> we, we have been there. We're getting a trip up and, and asking people to go with us. I mean, are you kidding? So the church, it, it, because the destination is life. Mm-hmm. It, and, and the destination is way more powerful. Now the the hub has to work well, or I don't get to where I'm going. But see, the church is like a hub to get people to the real destination, which is life. You've got a job. We've got a job to do to get people there to help them know where they're going, how to get there, what it looks like when they get there, how we behave, you know, uh, how to uh, you know put themselves in position to get to where they want to go and enjoy. Uh, enjoy that destination. So, there's, a, there's another analogy I
0: that knew you remind me
1: of. This is also like halftime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't play a game so you can have halftime. I mean, you, you have halftime so you can play a game. But in a church-centric culture like the West has become and, and Western church, not you, of course. I'm just talking about other folks that aren't here. Um, like Baptists and Lutherans. Who have I missed here? Yeah, Presbyterians. We got some here. Yeah, all right. So I just want to mess with everybody. So the, the point is that, you know, you y- you have a halftime where you bind up the bro, you remind folks of the game plan, uh, you, you kind of go over the strategy, what adjustments do we need to make, but the game is out there. I mean, how crazy would it be to come out, you know, for a team to come Springing out of halftime saying we're losing the game miserably, but boy You should have heard the coaches talk at halftime. It was fabulous and and the band. Oh my gosh The music was great. He said well, what what's wrong with this team win the game? Well, the game is life The game is there now. This is part of the game But man, I'm telling you it our job here is to put ourselves in position to co-conspire with God for his kingdom to come on earth. And that happens at home. In fact, you got to think of church as a verb more than a destination. I mean, we church our way then through life. We church at home. We church at church. But we church at work. We church on the golf course. We church, you know, uh, school. Wherever we are, wherever you are, the church is. And so you are being the people of God, being people of blessing, right where you are, that's how the kingdom gets spread, like a pandemic, it's a, it's a virus.
0: So you're never gonna get back home without going through an airport, but your destination is... is... Yeah, I've tried to fly on my own, it's yeah. tough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've not made it very far. I just think that's profound, I really do. How, what about, give us some examples of uh, churches that are really focused on the kingdom.
1: Okay, so, all right. So, Let's go. Let's go overseas first. You brought in Africa. I'm going to bring in India. So when I went over there, uh, my first trip, uh, resourcing some pastors and all uh, at uh, India Gospel League, and their headquarters is Salem, Southern India. Flew into Bangalore, made our way there. I got out, and I'm greeted by 237 orphans that Sam has took in, has taken in Sam and his wife and family. They've taken them in. Most of these kids have parents that are alive. But Sam can do such a much better job of looking after them. They bring their kids. Would you feed our children? Would you clothe our children? I mean, it's it, it just re- prettiest, most amazing, gorgeous faces, these beautiful children. The next day, I visited uh, his three schools, elementary school and all the way up into high school, 900 kids in the high school, then the community college where he's training folks to be uh, in uh, Nurse practitioners and fully accredited uh, nurse practitioners, uh, computer programmers, and there's a, a third oh and teachers, education. I haven't mentioned yet though that Sam also has an agribusiness center where he's teaching right. local farmers how to how to grow their stuff better, and he has a lending uh, agency so that families can get their first goat on their own, which gets them out of the usurious. Hindu cycle of, of, you know, poverty that they can never break out of. Uh, you know, it's, it's amazing that owning a goat moves you to middle class in that part of the world, uh, uh, one of your own. I mean, it's, it's just profound. It, oh, and I haven't mentioned the coffee plantation uh, behind, but Sam says, I like coffee, but we grow coffee because that's 70 jobs uh, so that we can give folks. And then we dedicated the print shop uh, with mostly women uh, because women are not... Uh, it's a different culture. So he, he wants to put forth a kingdom value that everybody matters. So he's hiring women to, to print materials for their 900,000 kids that are in their backyard clubs around India. I mean, and I think about, oh, and I haven't even mentioned, uh, you know, the hospital. You know, the, it's a children's hospital and then a hospice center. You see, what Sam has done, he says church, he's become a community development center. Mm. And, uh, and, and that's an expression of kingdom right there, Look, making sure that people experience some of the life that God intends. But if you say, well, that's India, that can't happen," well, Let's just come on, let's go, let's go to Dallas. I mean, you may, I want to go, but I've been. <laughs> you can go to a really a rundown part of town called Deep Elm that's re, re-gentrifying, re-coming back to life. And uh, there's, a, uh, there's a church there that doesn't have a church name. Uh, it's called Life in Deep Ellum, and mm. and the reason it's called that is because there was a politician in Dallas, a city council person, who said on the evening news there, there's no life left in Deep Ellum. Mm. It's just turned over to gangs and drugs and, and all that, and a couple, a Jesus-following couple heard that and said, that's not true. There is life in Deep Ellum because God is there, and we're going to go, and so they they started life in Deep and If you go there, the first thing you are going to smell like you come here is coffee. I mean, really good coffee. It's a coffee shop where it's open all week long, uh, and uh, and then there you uh, and then you go through the art museum. Uh, Or or in display where they have regular art shows by the artists of the community because that's what's going on in Deep Ellum. You see, they actually look and feel just like the community they're in. They're embedded in a community. Oh, and they have venues for uh, uh, artists. Uh, They have uh, shared uh, office space. They have some that's rented office space. Uh, They do uh, wellness classes all week long. Uh, They have... um, uh, a church meets there on Sunday morning and they, they gather for worship. Uh, I'm trying to uh, think. What I, all, all, all of this is because they're a 24-7 deal. They didn't just set up a church. See a church-centric world, the old world. We built a church for church people with, you know, church buildings for church stuff, you know, operated by church people, run by church people, for church people, involving church people. Well, that's not kingdom. That's church stuff. And Jesus, by the way, mentioned the kingdom 90-something times, and he mentioned church once, and we'll get to that, once. It's when he established it. Right. And even that was in the context of the kingdom, but we'll come back to that in a minute. So Jesus didn't come to establish a religion. He came to show us the kingdom. And, and he says, if you follow me, you're going to be a kingdom person. And so, you know, deep life in deep Ellum is a 24-7. So I'm seeing this kind of expression begin to break out of, of church, because a kingdom-centric place is, you know, um, you know buildings and, and uh, activities are, are for community development, because there's life that God intends for people out here and uh, in here, uh, and, uh, and so it's our job to, how can we serve this community with our facilities, with our, you know, with our staff, with our resources, with everything. Instead of it being a church consumer deal, it's about how do we engage the community like you're doing at Eastgate and with your in gear and stuff like that. But you got to get that going on steroids because that's that's where the kingdom is. That's the green edge of the kingdom, that stuff. Not in more church programming, but more c- community engagement. So I'm seeing church as sports bar. I'm seeing church, uh, which I enjoy, uh, that church uh, pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing church as a restaurant. Again, a favorite of mine. Uh, that, go, go to Fort Worth if you don't like Dallas. Just It's 30 miles across. And uh, the Trinity River, and go to Brood Restaurant, where Joey, uh, and this, uh, opens a restaurant in the worst part of town because he believes the kingdom brings life and light, and that has begun a renaissance in that whole area of town. Uh, as he's recaptured that, and it sounds cheesy what I'm about to tell you, but Joey's got Bibles laid around, he's got uh, Scripture up on the wall. It is not cheesy. He serves great food. You're going to pay for it. It's not free. It is a really good restaurant. And uh, but they they five families went together to create that. Joey was the lead, uh, so that there would be church in the middle of that. Of, of, of all of that darkness and all of that crime. And it's, it's amazing what's happened. Now, other folks, other businesses are moving in. Other folks are moving in to live there. It's just, it's just, that's what the kingdom does. It pushes back the darkness. In fact, we think, or I grew up in a world where we thought we were, you know, the citadel hanging on. The kingdom is an, is an invading force. Uh, and I know that's kind of hard to talk about in the middle of a Russia-Ukraine thing right now. But we are so, we are recapturing everything that hell stole. Yeah. That's what the kingdom does. Pe- uh, hell has stolen life from people. Hell has stolen hope from people. Yeah. And gosh, do we need a message of hope in America right now. That's right. And that's, that's what kingdom people do. I don't know. I've got other things going on, uh, in terms of my brain of examples. Oh, go to St. Louis. If you don't, uh, you can go to, right downtown, a, a, a black, uh, pastor in, in the inner city there was locked out of his church Amen. and spent 45 minutes waiting on somebody to bring him keys. And, uh, he, he's a great guy. I've known him for years. But sitting on the steps of his church, waiting on keys, he said it changed everything because he actually looked at the community he was around, and thought about, "Gosh, you know, if we shut down, would anybody notice? And then what are we doing with that business that's over there?" And all. now you can go and, and, and he's, he's running youth programs occupational programs uh for for kids in that area uh to learn skills so they can get a job Uh, he's helping with homelessness helping people get a home which is the cure for homelessness not just hosing them down with the food and the shelter uh i mean it's it's just remarkable all because he began to see see the kingdom seeking the kingdom
0: so those are church examples. Those are,
1: and and you can, yeah, that's right, yeah. But I'm, you made me think of something else. I knew, I knew it. You're doing a great job. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> I had a big breakfast. Yeah, well, <laughs> some of us didn't. I know. Uh, but look at me, <laughs> I'll survive. Um, <laughs> yeah, you better, you better push me ahead.
0: Okay, so those are.
1: But but I will say, before we, uh, you go ahead. But what about you're 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 as you as you make the decision here and you have made the decision here to be a kingdom centric uh, group of Jesus followers. It means that there's going to be more and more ways that you're going to discover how everything about you is about love and give, you know live love grow is about your impact in this community. And I mean, you know, just yesterday, I mean, just this weekend we talked to Jeremy, he was talking about Mm -hmm. working with the fire chief and the Mm -hmm. police chief and people who are about to lose their homes for code enforcement. And maybe they've got a hole in their roof, but they can't fix it. Maybe they've got landscape that needs to be done. They can't get up and walk. But you can Mm -hmm. and we can. And you can keep someone from being thrown out of their own home. I mean, those are the kinds of things that you're going to be doing more and more of, not just having more church activities, but coming here to hear about and be encouraged by the work that God is doing through you in in transforming the community. It's your turn.
0: And if so you don't, I'll just, think of something else. So you're just talking about you're not just talking about things that the church would do, but actually individuals do, out in the world. Did you drink this or is this? That's it? yours. You All right. I, I drank it while you weren't looking, but I left a deposit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you want to know people exactly? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just like us yep. as a group raising money for Ukraine, yep. but you're actually thinking that we need to go do stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm around some pretty amazing people um in uh you know, including you of course. <laughs> I mean, um
0: You'll get lunch now.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks. Check um And then I have some suggestions on how to get here, but you know, I I mean, I'm thinking about a young man that quit his job because he he uh we had lunch, we had uh, coffee together and He said, Reggie, I just don't think I can do my work in marketing at the sign company uh, and follow a passion that I have to help young African-American boys have a male influence in their lives, uh, positive male influence, and uh, have some... I'm I'm thinking about uh, his courage to go to his boss and say, I'm not unhappy here, but I've got something God's asked me to do. And I can't do it and work here. And his boss said, what you need to do is set up a 501c3 so that people can support what you want to do. And I'm going to write you your first check. See, that's how the kingdom works. And that guy now, you see, that, that's a virus that spreads. Now he's infected with it. And by the way, this infection has grown into Ezekiel Ministries where, uh, you know, uh, 80-something kids have been tutored after school programs, some of them going on to college for the very first time, first time in their family, and are coming back in the summers to help with summer programs uh, to, to, for younger kids than them. I mean, you know, full time after school, pro- it, it is amazing work because that guy said, I think God wants me to do something. Or I can, or, or it's, it's Hank. I mean, Hank went on a mission trip like some of you do to Honduras. Mm-hmm. He was with his daughter. He's, uh, he helps fix roofs down there, and uh, Hank comes back, and he says, Reggie, I've, I've got to retire early because we need to fix roofs here in Columbia, South Carolina. This is a local guy. Uh, Hank is Catholic, and, uh, and, and he, he felt, um, anyway, that's not even critical, but he, in other words, he's a person of faith. But now, he, he's, he's fixed over 2,000 roofs using kids to your point now not as young but you know middle schoolers and high schoolers and college teams to to help repair roofs they come and they spend a week and they repair roofs for people and then at the end of the week they have a banquet where they host the folks whose roof as the person of honor you know at their banquet to serve them i mean it, it is so beautiful to watch and, uh, and, I'm, and, and Hank, since he is Catholic, I think that's why I brought it up. You know, I told him, um, and, and he was an IRS agent. And um, wow. I don't know how that goes wow. together. Uh, yes. How you can even love Jesus and be an IRS agent. But um, I'm, I'm, if there's somebody here, uh, but anyway, um, we'll I, I know I'll yeah. be audited yeah. from now till. Um, <laughs> So I told him, I said, Hank, after 2,000 roofs, you've earned about two seconds out of purgatory uh, for, um, because of all the damage you did as an IRS agent, is you got a lot to cover. <laughs> but I mean, but now what happens is those kids come from spring break, college kids go spring break, instead of going to the beach, they go and they climb up on roofs uh, and, and and help people keep their homes. And, um, and their lives are changed. I mean, that's the kingdom. That's what, that's what, so.
0: so what you're saying, we don't get a gold star as far as a disciple just coming and sitting for an hour a week and then, what do you mean?
1: Yeah, that was Trevor's comment earlier. There's no spectatorship in the kingdom. You don't rah, rah, way to go. But that's how the church has been set up. Uh, we, we can do better than that. Mm. And, uh, and that doesn't mean that, you, you know, you should, please don't hear what I'm not saying. Of course you're going to come and work, but, but our, because God deserves praise and you want to do it. And, you know, and and it's, 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 it, it energizes you, but it energizes you not because this is the show that you live for every week, because it energizes you. So you have the energy and the passion and the vision to see how God wants to use you uh, as a priest in the world where you're already assigned at home, at work, and not that
0: other. And I love the analogy of a halftime show because I think about so many of you. You know, we have out here many healthcare workers, we have police officers, we have firemen, fire, uh, just uh, so many walks of life, and you're on the front lines. Doing kingdom work. But to, work to come together, day. it's just like a halftime show, then we're sent to go back out in the world to do kingdom work.
1: Well, yes, and if I were you, um, I don't know how much more time we've got. I mean, people okay. are falling over in the pews. I can see it. Um, maybe if we just brought some food in, yeah. I mean, um, that would help. How much time do I you're, have? You're
0: good for a couple minutes. couple minutes? Yeah. They haven't brought the hook out.
1: Or they well, did I have the first seven. One. Yeah, I have 76 suggestions then that I want to make <laughs> in the next couple of minutes about. You know, you say, well. I, I mean, this sounds great, and yes, I'm in, and I want to, you know, and many of you don't, you're, you're already engaged. You, you, don't, you need to see your work as kingdom work, what it is already. For many of the rest of us, perhaps, it's like, Lord, help me understand, you know, break my heart for the stuff that breaks your heart. That's a prayer you can pray, but you, you better be ready. Mm-hmm. If you pray that prayer, you better be ready, because God has a way of breaking your heart for the stuff that breaks his. And um, but I would I would I would make it begin as you're doing this series. I would just begin to pray every day. Lord, help me see the kingdom. That's part of seeking the kingdom. That's answering the prayer of of that the kingdom would come on earth. And I would look for other people. None of us can do this alone. I mean, it, you just wear out too quickly. And one of the, the great strategies of the enemy whose kingdom we are invading, mm-hmm. the kingdom of darkness, is very real. You know this. Yes. And, uh, and so one of the ways he gets you off your game is to discourage you, to, uh, to uh, get you isolated. No, we need each other. So find people that have similar uh, kinds of of passion to help with the stuff. I mean, this ought to be the place where we come. Uh, this is like a ministry mall where we find, or or you know, swap shop on where we find each other that want to go do and stuff. I mean, get involved. Just do something. Get involved in the escape mentoring or. Or, you know, in your, uh, the food distribution mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. do. Or, game, yes. uh, yeah, or, or, or something that no one's ever thought of here before. I mean, this, this is, just let yourself go and pray and, uh, and, and look for someone to encourage you
0: along. I agree, I agree. And I, I'm excited about that code enforcement thing. We've already oh, started yes. a couple things. It's going to be pretty cool.
1: Yes. And it's a great example of how this thing bubbles up it's yeah. an organ it just bubbles up you don't have to create this God help me see just help me see and then follow what you follow up on what, on what you get yeah. Yeah. Can, can I say one more thing yeah. okay and then we're done you're done <laughs> 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 I, why do I have the feeling I was done a long time ago uh yeah. Since this is my last visit here, um, (laughs) I want to try to, you know, nail a final point. Um, But talking about all this community engagement and out there and all that, I I want you not to forget that you are also squarely in God's crosshairs of his kingdom life for you. You have been built to last. Hmm. God has life for you. So it's not just all about out there, but I promise you, the more we're in sync with helping others and loving our neighbors as ourselves, the more that kingdom life just, you're going to experience what God had in mind for you. And um, you are precious. And he, whatever it is that is in your way, of experiencing that abundant life, you know, let God and some other folks help you deal with it, because the kingdom, as Jesus said, it's in you. That's it. Thank you, Reggie.
0: Thank you. You go sit down.
1: Oh, okay. I'll go now.
0: We really have appreciated our time. Um, the staff, the board, uh, just all of us, and and I, I want us to be challenged uh, as we continue working through the Lord's Prayer. Uh, how is God speaking to you when you come to those lines, "Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven"? Has God wanting to partner with you? Uh, and what amazing blessing! That the creator of all invites us to participate in his kingdom work. That's the type of church that I want to be a part of. And I'll tell you what, that is the type of church that we are a part of. Would you join me in prayer? Lord, I thank you for this community. I thank you for hope. I thank you for a call. That you use us. You use us. push back the darkness, to celebrate your presence, and to be a foretaste of what's to come. In your son's name we pray, amen.